In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The season of Epiphany began on January the 6th. That's the day we remember the Magi coming from the east to seek the newborn King of the Jews. Jesus' identity is being revealed not only to the children of Israel, but also to the nations. The big question that gets answered during Epiphany is, who is Jesus? But the answer doesn't start with the Magi. It starts with the angel visiting Mary, announcing to her, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. An angel visits Mary's fiancé in a dream and tells him, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Angels appear on the night of Jesus' birth to shepherds in fields near Bethlehem, and they proclaim, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The shepherds go to Bethlehem and find the baby and tell everyone what was told them by the angels. Simeon's waiting at the temple for the Lord's Christ. Seeing the baby Jesus, he takes him in his arms and exclaims, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The question, who is Jesus, continues to be answered. At Jesus' baptism in the Jordan 30 years later, the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. God the Father answers the question, Who is Jesus? In his ministry, Jesus drives out demons, heals many of their disease and ailments. Jesus brings Peter, Andrew, James, and John a miraculous catch of fish. Jesus raises a widow's son from the dead. He teaches as one with authority. He feeds 5,000 with just five loaves and two fish. And he continues to answer the question, who is Jesus? Then Jesus asks the disciples, who do you say that I am? And Peter answers, the Christ of God. Jesus then explains to the disciples what this means. What does this mean to be the Christ? And he strictly charged and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed. And on the third day be raised. And then he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Jesus is the Christ of God, but what kind of Christ is this? What is all this talk about suffering and rejection and dying and rising? 
Today is Transfiguration Sunday, the end of the season of Epiphany. Today we say, Jesus, take Peter, James, and John up on the mountain and be transfigured. His face and clothing shine like lightning. Moses and Elijah appear and are talking with Jesus. The scene on the mountain there is rich with imagery, signs and reminders and revelations looking back and pointing forward. In salvation history, important things happen on mountains. Looking back, Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac on Mount Moriah, but God provides a substitute ram. Moses was up on Mount Sinai, enveloped by a cloud, talking to God and receiving the Ten Commandments. When he came down, his face glowed with God's glory. On Mount Carmel, Elijah defeated and slaughtered the prophets of Baal. Looking forward, Jesus, our sacrificial substitute, the Lamb of God, is put to death on a cross on Mount Calvary with a sign above his head announcing, This is Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. On a mountain in Galilee, Jesus gives the disciples the Great Commission. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Back in Jerusalem, atop the Mount of Olives, Jesus ascends into heaven. Big things happen on mountains in the Bible. Here on the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus is getting his disciples ready for what comes next. Jesus is revealing his true divine self as his glory shines forth. He truly is God in flesh. Jesus is talking with Moses and Elijah about his departure, his exodus. Jesus' exodus will be accomplished in Jerusalem. In the exodus from Egypt, Moses leads the people of Israel out of slavery. He does this after the final plague of the death of the firstborn. Moses leads his people through the waters of the Red Sea into the wilderness and eventually to the promised land. Jesus calls for all to follow him. He calls on his disciples and the crowds and all people. And he says to them, and he says to you, follow me, as he leads the way out of slavery to sin. He does this after the death of the firstborn son of Mary, the only son of God on the cross at Mount Calvary. Jesus leads the way from his cross to his tomb, to his resurrection, through the waters of your baptism into the wilderness. He leads you through the wilderness of bearing your cross in this life and following Jesus. Jesus leads you on the straight and narrow path to the promised land. Jesus feeds you with the living bread from heaven and gives you the living water to drink and the forgiveness and eternal life of Holy Communion. The epiphany question is, who is Jesus? And this is answered. Jesus is the Christ of God. What does this mean? 
Jesus tells the disciples, it means Jesus will die on the cross and rise from the dead. So what should you do? Peter, James, and John think they should build booths for Moses, Elijah, and Jesus, but that is not what they're supposed to do. That's not what you're supposed to do. We get the answer to the question of what we're supposed to do from God the Father himself. Jesus is the Christ. What should I do? And a voice came out of the clouds saying, This is my Son, my Chosen One. Listen to Him. Listen to Jesus. In a world awash with voices calling you to follow them away from Jesus, leading you to question the truth, causing you to pursue a life of sin, God the Father's voice rings out. Listen to Jesus. When Jesus teaches that salvation comes through the cross and resurrection, listen to him. When Jesus teaches that life under the reign of God is different than normal life in the world, listen to him. When Jesus tells you that you are to live following the Ten Commandments, loving God and loving your neighbor, listen to him. Take time each day to listen to Jesus. Read the Bible each day. Listen to Jesus. Download an audio Bible app on your phone and listen to scripture each day in the car or on the bus or went out for a walk. Listen to Jesus. Be faithful in worship to hear the word of God. Listen to Jesus. Listen to Jesus when he teaches difficult things. When he tells you to love your enemy and pray for those who abuse you. Listen to Jesus when he promises that you belong to him and all your sins are forgiven. Listen to Jesus when he says that he died on the cross for your sins. Listen to Jesus when he says he rose from the dead and that you also will rise from the dead. In baptism, you have been transformed by Jesus. You were lost, now you're found. You were blind, now you see. You were a slave to sin, you have been set free. You were a condemned sinner, now you've been redeemed. Jesus died for you. Jesus rose from the dead for you. Jesus is the Christ. Listen to him. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord Jesus returns in glory. Amen. We rise and confess our faith in the creed. 